we have similar mindset and we have similar transitioning journey. So today she's going to be here to share her transitioning stories with you and her business trick and tips with you. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. So let's start off to um, share with the audience, like how, when, and how did you realize that you're not living as your true right, self? Right. Yeah. I have memories um, back to age four, and there's actually pictures of me wearing my grandmother's makeup around. And so there's memories throughout childhood, and that was one of the ones that kind of helped me realize something was there. Um, I struggled all through elementary school and junior high specifically, and I grew up in a Christian fundamentalist home, and uh-huh. so there wasn't even an environment to talk about stuff like this. I knew those people were bad or wrong, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> I just buried it. I just pushed it deep, um, lost myself in school and in sports, and then college, and then mm-hmm. ultimately work. I went into full-time ministry right out yes. of college. Uh-huh. Um, I met my wife previously on a missions trip to New York City. Okay. And um, I just hid. I joined the, the ministry, the, okay. stayed busy, and just hid. So the, did your wife discover your true self? Yes, I talked way? to her, um, what, whatever words I knew at the time. Like mm-hmm. We talked before we were married, and I told her mm-hmm. there was something there. And, um, of course, I thought being married would cure me. And so yes, um, it, a, it actually did not. <laughs> and so... Um, she knew we talked about it on and off um, mm-hmm. for a while. Once I stayed busy, especially early in our marriage, um, I was able to kind of keep it at bay a little bit. But there was always this underlying anger and frustration and resentment that I, at that time, did not know where it came from. Mm-hmm. So what about when you grow up, like when you're in the schools, did you like get bully? Like when, if you look, I don't... Do you look like more thin? Yeah, no, I don't way? think anyone would have. Or do you try to be in a sports, yes. try to hire yourself yeah. like that? I remember my freshman year of high school making the decision to play freshman football, mm-hmm. trying to be ma- like a boy, trying yeah. to be a man. Okay. And I knew that's what it was also something you, the popular people do. And so yes, yes. it wasn't anything that I did because of myself. It was because of trying to distract myself or hide, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually both. And so um, I got really good at that. I got good at playing the game. Mm-hmm. I got really good at religion and staying busy. Um, I realized different stages as I went through that, um, try not to be too competitive. Yeah. And so I, all these layers begin to peel off. And I was directing our team here in Los Angeles of mm-hmm. about almost 30 people. Okay. And I started to basically f- go through what felt like a nervous breakdown. I was okay. really busy raising support for our nonprofit and um, it got to the point where I couldn't do much anymore. And so we went through a, pro- a process of delegating all my tasks. And uh-huh. I took a sabbatical to raise my own support as well. And I went through about three to four months of not being able to get out of bed. Wow. And realizing f- for the first time what mm-hmm. depression really was, even though I probably always had it. Right. I really understood what it was. And went to a counselor that was defined to me as a life coach, mm-hmm. which I felt good about that. <laughs> but, um, he, the first time that we saw each other, he called me a fraud and oh a fake. My and that um, my wife is scared to death. Mm-hmm. And basically he was right. I was just a facade. I was just doing everything on the outside. Yes. And our life was pretty much hollow, cardboard, mm-hmm. and I didn't have much depth of the relationships. And so that began the process through counseling of 
still in counseling for 15 uh-huh. years, okay. but uh, um, began to really look at myself and address myself. And probably about a year or so into therapy, mm-hmm. I, I actually felt the, got the courage and maybe the conviction to say, to tell my counselor, you know, there's something here about my gender yeah. that I'm struggling with. And, okay. and I was very scared to even present it. He was, he actually kind of looked like Wolfman Jack from the old school news days radio. And um, he was very gruff. He would get on his little ottoman and stand and yell at me, kind of mimicking mm-hmm. my dad right. to kind of help me work through some of those things. And so it wasn't a touchy-feely counselor, but um, it worked. And it really helped me dig deeper and find out what was going on. So um, recently we heard about a governor or some sort of um, government um, personnel criticized that us, we're not permanent. What do you think about that? Yes, um, it's a shame that so much litigation is going through the states Mm -hmm. right now, especially states like Texas and Alabama and Idaho, um, where there's just such ignorance to mm-hmm. what is really happening. And, and I can understand that perspective because mm-hmm. for a lot of my life, that's what the perspective I took because yes. I was fighting myself. Yeah. And so I can understand that and coming from an evangelical background, I can understand that, but it's based so much in ignorance. And if they knew the reality mm-hmm. and if they knew what trans people really go through, if they knew that we are our own hardest um, enemy or our worst critic, mm-hmm. and there's no one that's going to be more of a critic than I am to myself. Yes, but understanding that um, we have a lot of work to do, and yes. as a community, we that's have a right. lot of coming together mm-hmm. and to support and build into each other. Because if we don't do it, who will? Yeah, that's very true. Um, so let's kind of switch back to your your personal story, yes. your life. Yeah. Um, so did you? Have a kids or children? I do. With your, I have two children. So how do they react to your transition? Yeah, um, it kind of came down where, um, in probably probably from 2016 to mm-hmm. 2019 was probably some of the most difficult times. I was really de- dealing with su- suicidal ideation, mm. and I remember a September evening, a Saturday night, I was in bed with my wife, okay. and I just said, "I have to transition. I can't." keep doing this for the mm-hmm. last probably eight years before prior to that I was going to, th- to therapy to not transition yes and to because I would lose my wife I would lose my family I'd lose mm-hmm. my ministry or my nonprofit career right and I mean she understood she knew that she didn't want it and she knew that she wouldn't be with me if I did mm-hmm. and I knew that um, but I couldn't I couldn't um, just fake it anywhere I couldn't hold it in I actually planned out my suicide and oh so it scared gosh. me enough because I know um, my son has some some tendencies with with mm-hmm. mental health like I do, yes. and so I didn't want to kind of create any pathway for him either. So um, I stayed in my in, with, at home with my family from September 2019 mm-hmm. through the end of the year, okay. and then I moved out, moved to Long Beach, mm-hmm. January of 2020, okay. a fun year, and I actually started my my HRT pills on the way to my apartment. Because I promised my wife I would do it after I left. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was January 5th, 1989 is when I started transition. Yeah, so when you start taking the HRT, do you feel that you are lying? Because when I started taking it, I actually feel very 
happy, like relief oh in gosh, a way. Yes. Yes. And 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 well, some some people say there's side effect with emotional emotional mm-hmm. um, attack or some sort. Right. But I did, I actually didn't feel that. Yeah. I feel like oh, this is me, and I feel okay, and I'm more confident. Do you feel yes, some sort totally. of that way too? I remember hearing stories about how people felt kind of a peace and a mm-hmm. a wholeness, yes. and so I really I really longed for that. I wanted for that because I it was eight, I was that time I was realizing I didn't have that, and so I knew that if I didn't have that, I probably wasn't trans enough. And even yeah. though I don't I don't think that I wouldn't counsel mm-hmm. anyone like that anymore. But um, within three days, I felt totally different. I had a peace, a calmness. Yes. Um, I found myself whistling, mm-hmm. you know, just to myself. I'm like, what is, what is this? Singing. And, and singing, yes. And just this new level of happiness that I never knew was possible. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was affirmation within a couple of days of, man, this my body really wanted this. This is how I best operate. Mm-hmm. This aligns things that needed to be aligned. Right. And so, yeah, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. I okay. love the HRT process. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so um, right now we're going to switch to, so with your transitioning story, mm-hmm. and then now you're owning your business, yeah. and it's called um, Trans-Owned. Yes. It's like a directory for Correct. trans people's business. Correct. Um, like, where's this idea come from? Well, yeah. How do you inspire to, to start right. this business? I was a social worker by trade. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I did in ministry and then had a job in at a health clinic downtown Los Angeles. Um, and that's the job I took, leaving ministry, stepping out of ministry, mm-hmm. knowing that at some point probably transition was in the process, and I would not be able to do that in ministry. Um, so I had the background of working with people, helping people, and part of that included some entrepreneur training that mm-hmm. I've done in the past within our city. And it was amazing. We saw some great results, and it was very mm-hmm. rewarding to do. And so I always knew I wanted to do my own. I was always entrepreneurial in that mm-hmm. way. Yes. Um, that came out a lot in, in our ministry and different programs we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, the, the story is kind of silly, but I was looking for a trans T-shirt. And once oh, I was okay. out and I was trying to go through the process of mm-hmm. reestablishing a wardrobe, and, you know, I found a few trans shirts at that time, but I always wanted, who owns these shops? I really would like to buy something from a trans-owned place right. and to support our community yes. and build it. You mm-hmm. know, I could, this may be some cis person, and that's fine. They can sell stuff, of course, but um, I really wanted to, to think that. So I, I, there has to be something out there that, mm-hmm. that lists different trans businesses, and I couldn't find anything. Oh, and wow. I found... Kind of the best thing I found was our local LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce, which had a listing of a lot of people from outside of the area, but nothing indicated if they're Mm -hmm. trans or not. They were just at least allies as part of the community. So your uh, directory listing, is it national-wide or worldwide? Yeah, it is national and global. Okay. Um, Currently... Um, I'm not sure there's anyone international. I'm talking to people internationally. Okay. I think we have one member right now that is international. So Transone is an online business directory mm-hmm. at transone.co, CO. Mm-hmm. And um, that is a an access to any Transone or non-binary-owned business that can get into the catalog. And so there will be one place that we can see all of our businesses, or at least most so of our businesses. if I want to join, how can I just yes. go to that website? Yes, transzone.co, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, a tab called Join, 
okay. very appropriately. Mm-hmm. And um, there's free memberships all the way to featured member, and you get different bells and whistles mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. member. Um, as I was building this out, I knew I wanted I wanted to be something more than just a directory. And yes. I, that's when the entrepreneur training I had done in the past kind of mm-hmm. came in. And so what we're doing is we're creating an adjacent online community. So all the paid members of the um, directory will be part of this community. And there'll mm-hmm. be courses, workshops, different events, you know, maybe like um, business insurance expert, mm-hmm. real estate expert, yes. um, talking to all of our business owners and make mm-hmm. it available to help them grow in their understanding in their business. And so there'll be primarily business, but also personal development growth mm-hmm. in this community. And the goal is for learning, yes. but of also inspiration and collaboration that we can work together. 